Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. This is Travis. And this is Brandon. And uh, in lieu of our normal cold open where we say something funny or at least try to, uh, <laughs> we want we want to let you know That's that funny. this episode we will be talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, and this is a spoiler-filled episode. So so uh, many spoilers. We, we both, we love the movie. We thought it was great. Um, but if you have not seen it for yourself, stop listening right Don't now. Don't listen <laughs> any further. We... Uh, this movie is much better, I think, if you uh, do not have certain things spoiled for you. So go out, hit up your local theater, check out this movie. Uh, I highly recommend it. And then, we both and do, then, yeah. and then, as soon as you walk out of the theater, don't say anything to anybody. Don't say anything, but just put your put your earbuds in, and then listen to this episode. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so uh, hopefully you you plan to see this movie. Uh, uh, this is your last chance. This is your last chance. Spoilers Five, are coming. Four. So, so if you haven't seen the movie, get out now. All right, here they come. Our uh, our spoiler filled episode. Here they come. And in dedication, here's a little bit of music. Spoy, spoy, spoilers. Spoy, 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 spoilers. Don't spoil it, shit. All right, everybody, uh, this is Apathetic Enthusiasm, and this is Brandon. And I am, yet again, Travis. <laughs> uh, anyway, so again, spoilers are, are coming. Yeah. I think we've established that. Um, You've been warned. You've been warned. Uh, the, the the Beach Boys. They Let's talk about spoilers for a second. <laughs> Let's talk about people who spoil. Let's talk about people who spoil. So, all right. So, I I have, well, we have two. Well, we have one story. I have two stories yeah uh let, let's, to- let's really talk- a total of two stories let's talk about our mutual experience to begin with all right uh this movie came out at approximately 7 p.m uh nationwide on december 17th we had tickets for 8 p.m yes december 18th yes uh as of about 4 p.m uh hawaii standard time <laughs> i went into a social media blackout i did not check facebook i did not go on twitter right. I avoided most text messages from people I knew uh, <laughs> because I really did not want to get even a whiff of spoilers about this whiff. movie uh, until I'd gone in and seen it for myself. Yep. And then once I saw it, great, let's have conversations. Let's talk about right. the movie. Which, which is um, ideal. Right. And really, I don't I don't want to spoil the movie for anyone else. I, I don't think I've even 
posted on my Facebook that like I liked the movie. Yeah. I may have. I don't think I did though. <laughs> um but really because I not only do I care about not being spoiled for myself, but I care about other people's experience. I want them to have exciting things that happen in this movie. Um, and be and, exciting and, and, then and surprising for them for and the experience for time. themselves. Um, so I went and stood in line because we did not have assigned seating at the theater that we got our tickets at. <laughs> much, uh, much uh, to your wife's not. Yeah, she didn't dismay. Know. <laughs> um, but I, I put myself out there. I showed up at, at 3.30, almost 4 o'clock for an 8 p.m. showing. Yeah. Um, and I waited. And, and I didn't have a... I had, I loaded Return of the Jedi on my cell phone and I watched it there in line and just yep. kind of got myself geared up. Um, and and I was good. No spoilers until about, was it, 40 minutes before we were ready to go into the theater? Yeah. So so I have a coworker. I have a coworker and I, I, I saw him. I saw him in the back of the line and I said to Travis, like, oh, there's somebody I know. Oh, I... I don't I don't want to talk to him <laughs> yeah right uh, because you know I don't I don't want him to like feel like he can get a place at the front of the line like I didn't sure. think it was fair yeah. everybody else in line right mm-hmm. um, one of the few times I'm fair in line and uh, so anyway so he eventually saw me right and he came up awkwardly and he, comes up and bumps you and yeah uh, and and he he's ta- he starts talking to us and he says like Oh yeah, this movie's supposed to be really good. Like you know, just some of the stuff in it, blah, blah, blah. and we're both like, I, I I I try to stop him because I know that he is an an unknowing spoiler spoiler, N- notorious for for giving away things. Yeah, right. Uh, he doesn't know he's doing it, um, and so. I was like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we don't. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about the movie. I'm literally talk. like huddled next to a wall with fingers in yeah. my ears, like. <laughs> like a child because i was like no you're not gonna do this right and he's now. like no i'm not, I'm not gonna spoil anything i'm just saying like you know it's it's really good it's supposed to be really good and blah, like like i that that is an actual sound i made yeah. so so we think we've got him understanding our opinion about right. saying anything about the movie and, and so and we're, and we're wrapping up this conversation and i'm like i don't like, want to i don't want to be rude like okay i i got we got our point out we're not gonna be rude anymore. Let him let him talk, and so that was our mistake. Yeah, uh, because yeah. he's like we've done this to ourselves. He's like, yeah. So I was just, uh, so I was reading, um, you know, I was just reading the background of these characters, just and background stuff. about characters, and more about Kylo Ren and how he's Han Solo's son. And I was like, what? Uh, this is where ex- an explicit tag comes in. Yeah, yeah. I I don't cuss at people. I don't actually get angry <laughs> at people. But I was like. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the f- are you are you fucking serious right yeah, now? Yeah, it um we both we both looked at him, looked at each other, and then we were just like our demeanor completely we were just like, "Okay, you need to leave. St- go away." Uh, like we, we were was, no longer polite. It was just like you need to leave. I was so I was so pioed. And 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 that was a situation where perhaps it was not with malintent. Maybe he just wanted to have some sort of conversation about it. Maybe he's uh, not it, he, you, you know, maybe yeah. he didn't get that that was really a spoiler. And, and, but, he, and he was like, "Oh, I, I thought I thought it was just common knowledge." Like, dude, the movie came; it just came out. Yeah, the movie just came out. Which okay, so so try not to talk about that kind of stuff with people that yeah. haven't seen the movie. There's also a very malicious way that you can spoil yeah. <laughs> this movie for people. Yes, uh, one of those would be to send this 
podcast to them and say this is a spoiler free <laughs> review you should check it out um so my my second story uh before before we were waiting in line i was just scrolling through my facebook feed no no big whoop um and since this is spoiler re- review we're yeah we're just we're gonna, we're just gonna it. say it um r.i.p han <laughs> uh and so i i pass one of one of my i, I one of the guys I knew on Facebook at once upon a time, a former acquaintance. He posted point. a he posted a picture and it said, um, "It's something similar, something in nature of uh, Kylo Ren is Han Solo's son. Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. Oh no, Han Solo is killed by Kylo Ren, his son. Happy and holidays, it, happy holidays. And it's like a picture and of it, yes. Han being run through with a red lightsaber. Uh, and and so I sent him a message and I was like." dude is this real he's like i don't know if it's real uh he's like but i've already lost a friend because Over of it. it yeah uh and uh i was like uh, okay well you're gonna lose another one if <laughs> if this yeah. is real uh and sure enough it was in fact real Dead on. Dead um on. and so like to me yesterday, that's I, I, it, maybe it's kind of petty but I'm like, you know I don't what? Know. He's I don't know that it is. He's being he's being kind of a dick. I mean, that is and and that is essentially the biggest you know, kind of reveal big the, I would I would say that's probably the biggest moment in this this whole film. Yeah. Like and the, to the, just blatantly be like, "Oh, hey, here's the the dirty details on it." The the Kylo Ren thing being just being his son, um like that's I don't feel like that ruined the movie. That's like for telegraphed me. from like the first moment. <laughs> yeah, it, it they 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 build on that throughout the film, and it's not like a big reveal. It's something that is like, oh, okay, yeah. But then they kind of keep going with it, yeah. And it's it's not like saying that one of the most beloved characters in the universe dies dies in this movie. <laughs> um, so so is needless to say. If Stop you're, spoiling if, stuff. Don't spoil stuff for the sake of you thinking for the lulls or anything. It's it's not funny. It's 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 cruel. And, and you know, here's you the long thing. and moss icely with the here's other the thing scum and about bone. spoilers, man. Like you know me, uh, most most you don't care. Most people listening usually usually I don't care about spoilers. But there was something about this where I was like, you know, I intentionally avoided them. I was like, you know what? Let's let's be this. Let's have this be the one time that I don't actually uh, look them up. <laughs> Because uh, I was thinking about like you know uh, Empire Strikes Back and like how powerful that reveal would have been, like for uh, you know Darth Vader being Luke's father and you know, um, and I was like, I want to get as close to that experience as I can. And really, if you look at the way that the show, this movie was marketed and the way that the entire company has really put things out there, the trailers really did not give almost anything away no. about what happened. Realistically, in the movie. they didn't. Um, they they didn't do early screeners for publicists or for for like the the normal media channels they they close held so much of this movie and it makes sense why i mean there is a huge cinematic event that happens when on that bridge between han and kylo and it's to have that come out or just be something that's like kind of just floating around and you can stumble upon it like i i think that would ruin i had a moment in the theater <laughs> yeah, when that you, happened. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, you did. And I, and, and so, yeah, like if I had known that, if I had seen the spoiler that you saw on Facebook, different experience for me. Yeah. Easily. Um, 
so yeah anyway so we'll and we'll get into that and many many more things here let's 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 not dwell let's not let's not dwell on the, on the, on the spoils of the past let's let's not get to the spoils of the future here <laughs> uh so yeah we can say it a hundred times we liked the movie uh we didn't we didn't neither one of us thought it was perfect per se um but we'll get into that in a little bit let's start off with the plot of the movie kind of just a breakdown of what this what this new what? movie itself and also probably the next two movies beyond it will probably be about yeah, yeah. we'll get it we'll get into that, we'll get into that. Yeah. so 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 what, what's so this movie uh takes place obvi 30 years after uh the events the, of return of the jedi yes and so we we meet a, new, a couple characters at the at the get-go um every time we're in hawaii so every time i say get-go i think of geckos geckos um, and how they make weird noises yeah, in the corner. Like, and <laughs> Um, um, so, so it starts off, uh, we, we meet, uh, Poe Dameron, mm-hmm. um, and he is in a little village and the head of this village is, uh, a guy, uh, I don't know what his name is, like something tech, but it's played by Max von Sydow of, yeah. uh, Exorcist and Seventh. He's Final not, Days. I, when I saw him, I felt like he should be a character I knew, but I think it's just cause I recognize the actor. Yeah. I, he doesn't exist previously uh, in and, the star wars universe, and, and I, I i think that he might have just been there to lend an air of gravitas okay so yeah. to speak sure um so anyway so poe dameron is receiving a an important piece of information yeah basically luke has gone missing that this is this is the big story arc yeah. here right is that luke uh is gone and nobody knows where he is he, he has left a few clues about where he might be, and the, there's the potential that there is a map that may give the directions on how to find him. Uh, and that's what everybody's looking for. That's what Poe is there to, to get. Mm-hmm. That is also what, uh, what is it, the First Order yep. um, is is also out to find. They're, everybody wants to know where Luke is. Everybody wants to know. And uh, so guess what? As soon as Poe gets this, the First Order arrives, and he tries to escape, um, and he gets captured. But before he gets captured, he has a USB drive. I'll just say it's a USB drive. <laughs> yeah, some uh, sort of. That he gives to the new R2 BB-8. <laughs> the new uh, MacGuffin for most of the movie, <laughs> BB-8. Um, and so BB-8 escapes, uh, Poe gets captured, and eventually we meet up with Ray. Yeah, so um, we get a little bit of of Finn early on in the sequence as well. We see a reluctant stormtrooper, right. um, but we don't get to know too much about him. Uh, once everything is concluded and we have <laughs> Poe on yeah. up on some sort of star destroyer, uh, we 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 go back down to Jakku and we, and we meet Ray, who is a, a scrapper, a plucky, uh, a plucky young. <laughs> yeah, she she's she's digging through a downed imperial vessel trying to find useful parts to sell for food. Um and this is and we and we discover that this is her life that she basically was stranded on this planet um by parents that she believes are are coming back and uh and she spends her time not not willing to leave because she is fully in expecting someone to come back for her. Uh but yeah, and she's just getting by so making it um she eventually (laughs) uh your wife is texting me (laughs) in the middle of our podcast um so yeah so she eventually runs into bb8 
and and this is sort of where how the whole thing comes together um she is trying to help this little droid mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. eventually finn helps poe escape, escape uh with some self selfish reasons <laughs> as well because he is trying to leave uh the first order so, some self-preservation yeah right? and so finn is actually named by poe because it is a it is a an alteration of his his id number fn218 or something, yeah, something like, that. like that yeah uh and and this brings everyone together on jakku and and kind of sets the wheels in motion uh eventually ray and finn and bb8 have to escape uh because the first order is looking for them and this little droid uh and they leave in this junky not so great uh yeah, it's kind spaceship of uh that happens to be the millennium falcon (laughs) (laughs) uh and yeah and so then this kind of creates the tie-in with han uh and chewie who managed to they're they're out looking for uh their 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 famous ship and and then it all just and as as fate would have it they find it yeah (laughs) very quickly um so yeah and then and then it rolls on we we learn that there is a a new order uh, Sith leader in Kylo Ren. He was actually a uh, tr- I, apprentice. I, of I want. I want to point out. I, I want to point out. Um, at no point in this movie are any of them referred to as a Sith. So okay. I, so I want to. Um, I just kind of. I, I kind of want to get away from that because okay. even in like some of the um, pre. Star Wars Episode Seven stuff. Uh, they're like, no, he's he's not a Sith. He's a different faction, the Knights of Ren. So okay, that's what fair that, enough. That's what Kylo's fair enough. That that's what he's part of, right? The uh, the the Knights of Ren. So definitely it's, dark side. It's I mean, it's, it's dark, dark side. side. It's dark side. But I, I've seen it referred to as Sith, not dark side from the DC universe. and semantics. Right. Okay, you know, no, no antivirus. No, I appreciate that. No, keep keep me in check. No, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so he let's just call him Ben. So he's Sith, and uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, so he's 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 a dark side baddie, uh, who we eventually learn is the spawn of Han. Oh, and spoiler. spoilers! That's what we're doing here. Um, but yeah, and he was essentially trained by Luke. Yeah, uh, in in Luke's attempt to create a new Jedi uh, academy, basically, and start you know raising more Jedi. Uh, he is influenced. Kylo is influenced by the dark side uh, and his grandfather's work as Darth Vader. Um, and and I think the impression we get is Luke takes responsibility for the fact that his training resulted in this, you know, Knights of Ren, evil dark side guy. So he he takes off. He leaves and goes into exile and doesn't tell anyone where he's going. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and that's, and that's, that's a movie, right? So, um, you have a new Death Star in the Star Killer base, base. which is a planet Death Star. So a a death planet, a death planet. Um, but yes, I mean, that's, that's the, the major crux. That's, that's what's happening here. You have the resistance now who is, who is looking for Luke. Uh, I I mean, really everybody is, their motivations are to find where luke is and so they're they're hunting down this droid that has the plans um 
in the process, we learn a lot more about the force and the, and how the force affects these people that we are introduced to. And, um, and we just kind of catch up with some of the, uh, the folks that we haven't seen in 30 years. So, uh, be that, uh, Han or Chewie or Leia. Or C-3PO. C-3PO. Or R-O-2. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and of course, the, the movie ends on a climactic battle. Um, it So, just like A New Hope, and I think we'll, we'll get into how it's just like a bunch of movies. The parallels. Um, just like in A New Hope, uh, the Starkiller base is about to wipe out the system right the yes. system that the resistance is on um and so it's up to our heroes and uh poe dameron the the ace fighter mm-hmm. um to destroy star killer base before and it, it, again it parallels new hope with just like the like the, the countdown where it's like oh no it's almost gonna fire yeah yeah um we, we we're so close we just got to hit this one particular spot <laughs> yeah really well um, um you, you bring up poe dameron i i want to look at each one of these new characters a little bit more closely. And I think this is a good time to, and as we look at these characters, we can kind of learn more about their role in the story and things like that. So let's talk about Poe first. He's he's the first new main character that we really see on screen. Yeah. Uh, he is an ace, an ace X wing pilot, uh, uh, star, star pilot for the resistance. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, you know, I kind of want to, I was talking to, to John about this, like every character in this movie is like, an amalgamation of other characters to an extent. Yeah. I would agree with you. So like, so Poe Dameron is almost like, uh, like the wedge Antilles and Luke Skywalker. Right. Just like, just the, just the badass pilot that everyone loves. Yeah. But he's also, um, a little cocky, a little honish. And, and, and he comes from a little bit more established, like Republic, like resistance, back background yeah so he's kind of got that like swagger to him too the the first like real interaction we see where we get to know kind of what what this character is about he's he's face to face with kylo ren as as the the small uh areas being uh attacked on jakku yeah and and there, there's this like standoff where like kylo's staring at him and pose on the ground he's like do, I, he's do like, I say something first yeah, or do, do you do it who, who's gonna how does this it, work how, are you going to say something? Should I? And it just totally breaks the tension, and it's just this kind of cool comic relief. And to me, I'm like, oh, that's sort of setting up the audience to, like, okay, there's seriousness in this movie, but we're going to have fun, too. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be two hours of, like, serious, you know, there's there's going to be some laughs here, which I think is a, another callback to the original trilogy where you had Han Solo, you know, blasting the consoles in the, in the, uh, in the prison bay and seeing like, oh, that was a boring conversation. Anyway, like there was that comic relief in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and mm-hmm. I, and it was good to see that that was established early in this movie. Um, we see him, uh, not so much early on, but we see that he's a, a pretty avid fighter. He, he's, he's definitely confident in his ability. He, he takes a shot right at Kylo, um, pretty early on, which then, kylo like holds in place yeah. for an entire like conversation 3D. which it's like <laughs> yeah we did see the movie in 3d which which i i thought was good um but yeah and then he is he is taken uh when he's questioned by kylo and i'll use the term questioned loosely because he basically pries into his mind using the force yeah um he is unable to resist that and and that was something that after reading the shattered empire comics right. i was a little surprised by it because there is 
it is somewhat alluded to in those comics as they end that Poe may have some sort of right. force inclination. Right. So, so just uh, just to give you a real quick background. So, in Shattered Empire, um, spoiler full, uh, Luke breaks into a uh, with the help of uh, Dameron's mom um, breaks into a facility. An yeah, Empire's it's like it's an imperial. Um, like almost research. Not, it's research not like a, exactly like a museum. It's more like a yeah, like, like research. Uh, so so they break into it and uh, they what they're capturing is the empire has uh, this special tree. It's like a force tree. Or yeah, something they're like little that. saplings from a tree that originally grew inside the Jedi Temple. That's right. And so they're sort of it has some sort of force, strong force. Yeah, you know attributes to it. So so there's there's two saplings. Luke takes one. To start the Jedi Academy, yep. uh, and he leaves the other sapling with Dameron's mom. Mm-hmm. So, so, so yeah. Um, and I think we even talked about this in an earlier and, podcast, but it was that you you the, you finish that series with the tree growing, basically. You know, like Poe's boyhood home is in the shadow of this force tree. Yeah. So immediately, I thought, okay, well, he's going to be. He's going to be like Jedi-esque yeah. or something is going to happen. Uh, not so much the case. No. Um, definitely a great pilot, but just not as as strong in the Force, per se, yeah. as you would typically think. Right, um, right. Whether, whether that changes later on is, is to be seen. But um, and, then, and then we kind of, once he crashes on Jakku with Finn, this, the story follows Finn, and we're basically left to assume Poe is dead. Uh if you haven't seen any of the trailers <laughs> because there's clear parts in the trailers that hadn't occurred yet in the movie. And so I'm like, well, he's not dead. Right. Like I know he's coming back. I know he's not, but dead, yeah. we just, we just kind of lose Poe for a long time until a later scene where, uh, there's a awesome epic X-wing TIE yeah. fighter battle. And there's a really great pilot that is just, shooting everything and doing really good and getting the top score on battlefront and (laughs) and uh and it turns out to be poe um i i really like this character um i loved him in the movie oscar isaac does a great job uh, in his portrayal i kind of wish i kind of wish they had him had used him more yeah and and so i'm i'm really hopeful that i mean i i would anticipate him being in the future films as well uh and, and hopefully we can get a little bit more of his character at, uh, moving forward but yeah. um uh you you brought you brought up finn uh and uh so finn is a stormtrooper yes. he was a stormtrooper yes and 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 let's talk a little bit about stormtroopers for a minute because these aren't all clones anymore they're not um Unlike the prequels, have us believe that you know everybody's the same under so, those helmets. So the stormtroopers are raised from birth, and yeah. so they're indoctrinated from birth to be stormtroopers. Um, there's there's a little uh, there's a little line in the movie that uh, talks about like you know uh, they're they're raised from birth, but you know we can use a clone army again at some point in time. And uh, they, yeah, there's there's almost a little bit of like um, hesitation or like or like. Uh, like a little bit of discussion back and forth like yeah. no no don't question our methods of using these stormtroopers the way we're using right. them like uh, yeah we're not using clones anymore but like that's this is still a better method like yeah. there there's a there's an argument for that right um but it also presents this possibility that there is some individuality with underneath those white helmets right and um, individual individuality happens with finn so you, you meant you mentioned this, the first battle scene you know the uh, obviously it's him, the stormtrooper, just kind of like, um, 
uh, Captain Phasma, uh, Gwendolyn Christie, she she she's like, all right, kill all the villagers, right? Mm-hmm. And so all the stormtroopers are just standing around these villagers, and they start shooting. And, and, and there's there, one with the blood streaks on his face. But there's one who's still like looking around, like, uh, what the? Like he's got his gun pointed at everyone, like, why but you we... can see that no no shots are going. Yeah, up. he's just like, uh, I don't I don't think I'm into this. Um, and so I'm like, why don't they? Sh- they I mean. They should, probably should have just killed him right then, but uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, so he gets back onto the the the. the, the it might, I think it might have been the Star Destroyer, but it looked like it. Um, Some, whatever the their first order is calling. So, so they go back up there, um, and then uh, Finn takes his helmet off, and he's just like, "What just happened?" You yeah. know. And so he that's that's around time he decides to help Poe, um, yeah. and then they start developing that relationship. Yeah, and. And here's one of the things that I really liked about the movie is that the relationships that are building between the characters feel natural. Yeah. They don't, yeah. they don't feel, they don't feel forced. Like, like some of the things in the prequels, right? Like the, the rapport that him and uh, Dameron have, uh, Poe, it's just, it, it's, it's natural, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm helping you escape. Can you fly a TIE fighter? Like, what are you doing this for? like it's the it's the right thing to do he's like you need a pilot like he's like okay yeah yeah, okay yeah right (laughs) (laughs) you got me there uh yeah the whole interaction between them inside the tie fighter where like you know they just they're learning about each other while also in this intense like effort to escape with and and not die um but then you give you give finn his 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 actual name and things like this and just everything that happens there it's just this huge like um you know, bonding moment for them. And yeah. it's, you know, I really enjoyed that. I really liked, um, all of that. I, I feel like Finn overall of, of the new three, like, uh, resistance characters, um, is probably my least favorite. Oh, really? Um, and, and, and maybe that's just, uh, because his, his motivation seemed a little like clunky to me at times where he's just like, no, I just gotta. I got self self preservation. I'll lie to get what I want, whatever. Um, but I just gotta get as far away from the the first order as possible. Yeah. Um. I, and, and at the same time, it seemed like he was very motivated to help these other people. So there's just this confliction, and then he just got really like over goofy sometimes. And I was just like, okay, well, uh, I'm I, not to, not to say I don't like him. Yeah. I just of the three, uh, he wasn't the strongest i i think uh i'm kind of the opposite actually i think he's he is probably my favorite interesting okay um and the reason he's my favorite is because yeah he's scared to death right he's trying to get away from the the order um you know it is that self-preservation but he you know he starts like you see a growth in him that is true. Through, throughout the movie, where he's like, "Okay, I, I do want to get away. I don't do want to." There's there's an there's an, an arc with him, and there's a couple different arcs but with him and Ray. Uh, but so by the end of the movie, like he knows he knows he's outmatched. He knows that you know, like yeah, no, he's definitely willing to go into a very dangerous situation without much of a plan. Yeah. just to save ray he or just you know just to do certain things that like you know even even han who you would almost expect the same from is like all right so how do we take on the shield and he's like <laughs> i don't know 
I <laughs> cleaned the toilets here. I was a sanitation guy. You, I'll, but I we'll, needed to be here. We'll use the force to get ready. Yeah, like we'll use the force. Just plug it in. That's how it works. <laughs> like right? that. That's not how it works, kid. Um, but uh, I we, I talked about amalgamation of characters. He's like the he's a combination of like all the incompetent parts of the original trilogy character. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why he, he takes a step down for me. Um, but he does have that like innocence of Luke where he doesn't really know what's going on outside of this. But, um, you know, like the, the coolest thing for me in is when he is like, you know what? Um, at, at the end of the movie, when Kylo Ren is, is, coming at them with a lightsaber right and he force pushes ray and she hits a tree and he's just like the only thing i can do is is fight yeah. and so so he lights up that lightsaber that you know the scene that we all see mm-hmm. um and ren comes at him right and he, he knows he's outmatched oh big time <laughs> but yeah but he's not gonna he's 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 he fights that he wants he wants to protect you know ray you know like he goes out of his comfort zone to to try and out of his his experience yeah and and really he has no business firing up that lightsaber exactly he does it because you know he he thinks that's the right thing to do and i I mean they definitely establish a a a relational sort of love type thing between finn and ray but they never say it they don't but han says it it's 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 almost like early new hope a little bit into empire where by the time you get into empire it's pretty established that leia and han are going to be the like the thing yeah but there's a little bit of like well luke's got a thing for leia and han kind of <laughs> does too like early on in like a new hope where it's like okay well they've got they've got some some extra feelings for each other going on here yeah it, it's it's not it, we're not we're not establishing them as a couple or anything yet but there, there might be something there yeah um and, and with that i mean let's let's t- let's talk about ray just a little yeah, bit let's transition uh ray is that scrapper on jakku she's she's all she's really alone um she she's just kind of surviving um and waiting we we see her marking tally marks, endless numbers of tally marks <laughs> on, on a wall. Yeah, um, just waiting for someone that may or may not ever come. And then she runs into this little droid, who is for the resistance, and she can talk to it. Which, congrats to her. <laughs> congrats. Um, and and all of a sudden, she's kind of wrapped up in a scenario where her personal motivation to help this droid gets her to leave the planet that she's really been determined to stick around on for a long time um and yeah and so as a character i really like her um she's a very strong female lead um which is good to see in in the star wars universe i mean obviously leia has always been able to hold her own but Mm -hmm. um she does a good job of that for uh for this cast and yeah i don't know like she she continued to surprise me going through the the movie like all right well okay they're trying to run uh let's get in a spaceship who's gonna fly it oh i i'm a good pilot i'm like (laughs) oh awesome okay this is cool and then later on like and and she's never flown anything (laughs) (laughs) 
she she did an awful good job flying the Millennium Falcon around Jakku. Um, yeah. And no, I think she I think she probably had flown stuff. Um, I think she maybe had you know done she was definitely familiar with all the machinery and things like that which made her an interesting character too um just that she could continually fix things and kind of like know how yeah oh well and she didn't always do things right like she reset the fuses on the wrong part of the spaceship (laughs) to release those giant tentacle monster things yeah um but yeah and as we come to find out she's also very strong in the force uh and and actually becomes really the the luke and sort of the the person that really didn't know that the the force or jedi existed or or thought of them just as legend and rumor to by the end of this first movie she is like the new hope she is the new jedi protege there's been an awakening and and she is the one who's awoken yes um yeah and and so she doesn't actually realize that she has any force powers until you know the the uh when she's getting interrogated by well I take that. I take that back. So there's there's a brief scene. Uh, they stop off on this this planet. This kind of like uh, like watering hole. Watering hole. Yeah. Um, and uh, so so she hears like you know like whispers calling her. And so she goes downstairs and she finds uh, Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. Originally Anakin's and then Luke's. Um, and so so she has she she has this vision. She has a vision of like all the stuff that happened with uh, uh, Kylo Ren. Um, and herself being abandoned on Jakku. Yeah. Uh, Luke, um, Luke, Luke putting his hand on uh, R2. Yep. And so that's the first time she has that experience. And uh, the, uh, the little alien lady is like, that's, that's, that's calls out to you. You should take it. And yeah. she's like, no, I don't want anything she to do resists. with this. Yeah. Um, so, so, so she ends up getting captured. And so in, there's that really cool scene and it's such a, it's, it's mm. so cool to me. Uh, so Kylo Ren is trying his his interrogation technique that it was he was successful on on Poe oh, earlier, yeah. and like he's uh, Kylo Ren's got his hand and is like he's like trying to get it out of her and she's just like putting her face forward. Yeah, she's putting it forward into yeah. his hand, and it's the scene is stretched out. It's it's the the timing of the scene is like stretched out to increase that tension. And she's just it's, like it's great because she's you, like you're you're scared without seeing anything yeah. through the dialogue and and the interaction there like you this is not a special effects moment this is not this is not CG this is not you know this is this is actors doing something that is awesome like yeah. so you have Kylo uh, who is who is taken his mask off at this point and is and is kind of bare shown who who he is um and he is pulling little bits of information out of her like visions she has and and things she like you know maybe doesn't even realize that she thinks about and you and you kind of get that understanding of like okay he's pulling little bits of he's he hasn't gotten the information he needs yeah but he's he's digging right yeah and 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 he's he's kind of inside her mind and then as he kind of tries to go deeper and you see her start to resist, not only does she block him, but then she starts to get into his mind yeah. and, and starts to see, oh, That's wait, so cool. I'm reading you and I can tell that, you know, yeah. I, can, I can tell things about you that you're, you're conflicted about you're, that you don't want You're scared to. that she'll uh. never be as par- powerful as Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, so. It was so good. So good. And then so from there, she really goes, okay, wait, maybe I yeah. can start. 
I, to kind of do this a little bit more. Um, so she starts Jedi mind tricking the guards. <laughs> uh, first couple times don't work out so well, but yeah. eventually it does yeah. work out. Um, and then this is kind of like the rest of her story arc for the for the film is starting to discover. Okay, maybe you know this these Jedi are a real thing, and maybe I have you know the ability to really harness the force and and use use this um in a a positive way uh there's the scene where she picks up the lightsaber after after finn is is struck down by kylo and she takes it up and it's it's another it's another parallel to that scene we're just talking about where uh you you know finn drops the lightsaber it's in the snow um and so you see, we see Kylo, and he's like trying to, to force pull it from a distance. Yeah. And he's trying, and, he, and, it's, and it's not coming to him, right? Yeah. It's like kind of shaking, but yeah. he's like, why isn't it? It looks exactly like in Hoth, yeah. where where Luke is trying to yeah. pull it up to to, to he, release himself. He's like, why the... won't it? Why won't it come to me? Yeah. And so so then it breaks free, and it starts coming towards him, and it flies right past him into the hands of of, of Ray. Yeah. And, and she's like, <laughs> and it was like, and everyone's like. <laughs> Get it, girl. Get it. What <laughs> um, she does that, and she pulls it in. Um, but then her fighting style, like she's just kind of hack and slash, yeah. just like just trying to. She's ward very him lungy, off. right? Yeah, definitely very lungy, and like trying to stab at him with yeah. the lightsaber. So you 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 see in that choreography even that she does not know what she's doing with the yeah. lightsaber, <laughs> um, and she gets literally up against a cliff where she is. She she's like about to be overtaken by kylo and all of a sudden it dawns on her oh yeah the force <laughs> right that's something i should be thinking about and she kind of takes a deep breath centers herself and then boom she is she is coming back at kylo with a new level of intensity a new level of ability yeah. and it and it is and that for me was a really cool pivotal scene where she's like I need to use the force in all aspects of what I'm doing, not just to trick guards, not just to, you know, pull things, but in, and continuing to learn that sort of thing throughout the movie yeah. and to show her power and her abilities take to really go toe to toe with this guy who is now the, you know, force user for, for the dark side. Yeah. Um, who is Kylo Ren? And I, th- I think let's talk about Kylo yeah, a little let, bit, and then and then we'll we'll move on. I think that I think that's a good uh, time to transfer over to him. So. Uh, Kylo is Han's son. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, uh, Ky- Ky- Kylo is Han's son. And uh, I I want to say this. I, I've read, you know, after the movie, I did. I finally read reviews that I was afraid to read before. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, some of them say that he was just, he wasn't compelling, right? He wasn't as compelling as, as they would like, okay. would have liked to have been. Um, but you know what? If this, if he was the kind of character that Anakin, sh- he's the kind of character that Anakin should have been in the prequels, like yeah, like that, because I mean he's uh, he has to be you know teenager early twenties right? He's still got that angst in him still, mm-hmm. and there are times in this movie where he just he t- throws a temper tantrum with his lightsaber in the oh, force, yeah. right? Oh yeah, and like I kept thinking before um, this this episode, like that is what Anakin. That's how he should have been in the prequels, like yeah. angsty, yeah. just throwing temper tantrums, and you're like, you know, Anakin, slow, slow yeah. down, yeah. chill out, man. Um, like, yeah, he's, you he's, you have a different, yeah, uh, you have a different sort of of motivation here because the the love in Anakin's life that ultimately ends up drawing him towards the dark side 
is his affection for Padme. His 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 for right, which I'm not defending in any way. No, no you're not. But I just have to roll my eyes. His his uh, that is his sort of motivation that draws him away from the true structure of the Jedi or whatever, right? The the true path. Um, the confliction that Kylo has is yes, he is trying to be invaders image he is trying to finish what you started um (laughs) but he's also got his family and han and leia his parents who do love him still and and realize that somehow things went wrong but want him back want him to you know to come back from that dark side and he feels that pull he he says it i feel that pull from the light yeah um and so that <clears throat> ultimately gets us to the climactic scene um, where he he chooses a side, ultimately. Um, the dark side. But yeah, and I I liked Kylo as a, as a, as a villain. Yeah. Um, I, he, they established very early that he's kind of a badass when it comes to some of the things he can do with the Force. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and, and it's one of the things that I've heard... Um, you know rumblings on the internet and things but like you want your bad your villain to be a bad guy yeah. you know and so so then the things he does establishes him as a very bad guy and and it makes us dislike him it makes us hate him and that is exactly what you want you want yeah. to hate him because that gives you a reason uh to kind of champion these other characters and to be like to go up against him <laughs> um yeah and so he let's just talk about this scene all, All right, right, let's talk about yeah. it. Uh, you, you want to talk about the scene? The scene. Um, All right, he's, so so he's so he's taking a dump, right? Right. <laughs> Let the hate I, flow through you. I will finish <laughs> what you started. Um, Han and Chewie are setting charges on Starkiller Base in an attempt to create some sort of hole that will let other people shoot it or something. Blah blah blah. Weird you know they're, they're, they're trying they're trying conv- to, convoluted setup they're trying to blow up yeah the, the the base and we see leia and han like when han volunteers to go on this this mission leia's like if you see our son try to get try him to back. try to get him bring back. him bring, bring him, him home. back and so han sees kylo kylo is charging out um across this expanse very thin bridge that is there for no particular reason just get to like, the other side just put a railing on it just <laughs> just one railing even on one side like come on yeah i don't know who's doing the design oh, come on things. safety um like they, they have to they have to have had like like some sort uh, of OSHA. an accident like <laughs> yeah like who's we, running who's running we it? haven't experienced a bridge falling in one day <laughs> and, and then and then han gets killed and he falls off and it's like zero reset it reset. okay okay um but yeah, and Han calls out to Kylo, and he his 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 other name, his his given name of Ben, makes uh, sense. And uh, and so he calls to him, and he says, "Hey, you know, you're my son. You know, come back. I'll do whatever it takes to to bring you back." Yeah, and, and the music's swelling. Oh and- yeah, and so and Kylo takes his helmet off, drops it. He he's like, I I have to make a choice. Like, I, you know, I have to. I'm torn. I'm torn. And it's, and it's, and it's painful. Yeah. And then Han's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll help you, whatever. Yeah, I'll help you end that pain, right? Yeah. And so he pulls out his lightsaber, and it looks like he's going to hand it to Han, and then twists it, engages, and boom, right through. Right, 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 through, right through Han. Right through the sternum. 
my emotional reaction to, now i as they're out on the bridge i'm like this is gonna happen like this is very yeah. possible this is gonna happen yeah, yeah. um I, I i had no realistic thought that han was gonna talk kylo ren into being a good guy in this moment right but just there's still that like because i hadn't seen anything on facebook unfortunately i like still had that like moment of like all right maybe something <laughs> will happen yeah but when han solo is stabbed <laughs> and falls off a bridge like that is that is huge in this universe and a character who i've spent my whole life being a huge fan of uh to to see how he dies and not just not just because he dies but because it's his son who is turned to the dark side and is doing this as a way to rid han from his life so that he no longer feels that pull to the light so that he can be free to experience the dark side i i, I had all the feels all the feels <laughs> yeah I, I remember in that moment just out of the corner of my eye you being like oh and like i, I vividly and like, remember like one, holding one, a napkin one hand on your like your head like oh that just oh i was i was holding a napkin because i was covered in popcorn grease yeah and so much popcorn. i i was squeezed it and then I think when I let go of that napkin, it like still had the form of like my fingers in it. Cause I was just like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I legit let myself over into what a movie experience should be, which is an escape. And, and, and really I, I fully bought into it and, yeah. and I felt the feels that, in that moment. That moment was, was ruined for me. I mean, it's, it's telegraphed throughout the movie and, and really you could, you could, you could guess you, it. You could make that guess yeah. just without even seeing the movie that, you know, Han will probably die, right? But, um, like, that... When it really happened, I, w- I would see it happen. <laughs> when that moment happened, really that whole confrontation on the bridge, um, the music swelling, it's like happy music, and knowing that I saw that picture earlier that day, I was like, all right, it was kind of like, like let's okay, just do it let's, let's just, just get, just it, get it to quit, quit trying to trick us just just do it yeah um so it was more of just like a waiting to see when it when it would happen because mm-hmm. i'd already seen the moment it was yeah. on facebook yeah <laughs> once again don't spoil for people guys. Um, um but uh but yeah so it's like oh wow there goes there goes han there's han and chewy lets yeah. out his bellowing <laughs> yeah and um just i mean and credit credit to jj credit to um the entire team put putting the the movie together to take to do something bold i i suppose like taking a fan favorite character and and nixing him but really when you look at the structure of these films this was the last hurrah of han solo right this was he comes back he gets the millennium falcon back he's he's going on another mission like all of these things happen and then we lose Han towards the end. But this is a movie where you have zero Luke Skywalker, right? Until, well, until the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it sets up for the next movie it, where it, and so you, that's the Luke movie or that's the movie where we spend more time with Luke. And, and even though there's, there's for all intents and purposes, 0% Luke yeah, <laughs> in, like in the movie, 0.5%. He, he is... He's ever present, right? Yeah, he's the driving factor, because, he's the motivation, sure. Because although that uh, BB-8 is the the MacGuffin, they're they're trying to get to Luke Skywalker. Sure. Like, yeah, the the whole. Uh, I mean, as far as I can tell, the whole reason this uh, things are going on is because Luke is out there. Let's find him. Mm-hmm. BB-8 has a map, the last piece of the map. 
Yeah. Uh, the rest of the map is in R two. Cleverly hidden in R two <laughs> in plain sight uh, uh, for all for all time. Uh, and then so uh, that those are all the the new characters, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's just briefly talk about some of the callbacks, right? Because we we, okay. we we bring up R two, um, who is. He's in low power mode. He's been in low power mode ever since Luke left. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to talk about callbacks. Yeah, sure. Um, so one of the complaints that I've I've seen read about the movie is um, the plot, uh, the story beats and stuff like that are, are too reminiscent of A New Hope. Yeah, right? there's a lot of parallels and things that kind of feel... I've, I've I've even heard this referred to as a New Hope 2.0, like <laughs> like it just follows the same arc, um, yeah. almost exactly. Um, but there there are there are a few th- more subtle uh, things that I like, um, like when they get on the Millennium Falcon, uh, Finn hits the the little battle table, and it like oh, throws yeah, back and, to like the, like the chest with the yeah 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 the claymation um, things. Those things like there's the one where he's patching up Chewie. And he's digging through stuff, and he picks up the little like yeah. uh, the little floating ball thing yeah. that um, that Luke was training with, and and like it's on screen for maybe a second, yeah. if that, if that, yeah. And, and and if you blink, you miss it. But it's one of those things where it's like, aha, Easter egg. I, I saw it. You know, I see what <laughs> you did there. Um, those things, absolutely fine with, yeah. and and really, that did not bother me. Uh, almost any of those. It's for me the the overarching like okay we're on a desert planet like we gotta escape from this desert planet in the same ship we escaped from the last (laughs) desert planet in um let's go to a watering hole to get additional information (laughs) uh instead of oh we we have to uh i mean i say amalgamation earlier uh poe is also an amalgamation of leia On, oh, yeah. on, the, on the Death Star, right? Oh, yeah. And and and, and Ray, too, at, at, towards the end there. We have a giant spherical base that that uh, destroys planets, <laughs> and we need to destroy it because otherwise, you know, they'll win. Yeah. Uh, there's a specific spot on this, on this <laughs> uh, base that yeah. we need to... Uh, you kind of had a mix of things because uh, Starkiller Base is huge. It's like planet size. Um, it was odd to me that they all ended up in the same area on this massive planet sized base. (laughs) Um, but fine. Like, I just, I don't think you would stumble across people too easily in that amount of real estate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And you had, you had to take the shields down, which you had to do in Jedi. You had to have someone on the ground to remove the shields. And then you had to have... There was there was like a channel run like there's a point yeah, where they're the, actually the, the like trench. flying through the trench yeah, yeah. Um, so you know and then there's all the callbacks stay like, on target yeah <laughs> stay on target um, and I and I'm really if I have a beef with this movie it is that it wasn't different enough but at the same time I defense of J J Abrams he he's walking a very fine line if he goes too far away yeah. from it yeah. then you get into prequel territory and maybe like oh he's just trying to do his own thing and like like the like the the problem people had with star trek where he kind of reset the timeline yeah and it's like yeah people are gonna get upset you you can't please all the people with everything i while that was not while it didn't feel wholly different i still like the movie i'm I'm not giving that i'm not using that as a reason to say i disliked it if, the, if there's uh the biggest 
compliment I have towards the movie. Um, you know, story beat repetition, re- repetition. Yeah. Well, that's fine. What, repetition. Rep. Re- it's, it's a dumb word. <laughs> uh, dumb. It's a dumb fake word. Um, all that aside, this movie feels like Star Wars. Absolutely. When it comes down to it, this movie feels like an extension of Return of the Jedi. Absolutely. Uh, and the original trilogy. It just. It just is. Mm-hmm. It is Star Wars. It is everything that the prequel trilogy failed completely <laughs> miserably at. Yes. It, and I, and there's, you know, it. I have no choice but to compare stuff like this to the, the prequels. Yeah. Because well, it makes sense. Uh, because they didn't. There wasn't a magic with the prequels that there is that that JJ managed to to capture in uh, the Force Awakens, like. You know what? You know what's funny too is because some some things were set up in the prequels that people just didn't like, like uh, things like midichlorians being a factor in your ability to use the Force. Uh, JJ kind of just let that aside and said, you know, and 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 use certain characters in their dialogue to say like the Force is around all of us. Like remember, the Force is is ever present, and it's your ability to tap into it that is a big thing. So we had people, you know, using lightsabers and doing things that yeah. you know maybe like. Like it, it was, it was that feeling again. Like anyone has the potential. Yeah. It, it made it made it a much more magical feel. Uh, there is a very early scene. It's the first real use of the Star Killer base's abilities, um, but they use huh. that to blow up Coruscant, yeah. the the central planet for the government of the Republic. I feel like that was J.J. Abrams saying those prequels. <laughs> let's blow them up. They spend so much time in episodes one through three, uh, just talking about Coruscant, about Coruscant. Sh- showing the inner workings of the government, and the, the, you know, <laughs> there's very intense scenes on the floor of the Senate, yeah. stuff that is is not real Star Wars to me. Like that's not why we go to see these movies. And and JJ was like, you know what? Uh, in case you were wondering, we're not dealing with that place anymore. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. <laughs> so I I I, I, I kind of thought that was I thought that was. <laughs> I, I I nodded to that. I was like, "All right, okay, uh, we won't be going back to Coruscant in these movies." Um, but yeah, and and you know, there's more callbacks and things like that. But um, I, and 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 good and good on them uh, for not going to any any other known planet. <laughs> yeah, everything was new. Everything was fresh. I mean, really, the only places that we went. I mean, technically, Jakku might as well have been Tatooine, but yeah, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, yeah, might as well have pretty been. much. Uh, and then whatever the new planet was where, where the resistance is, is, is staying yeah. some, some very lush green planet. <laughs> uh, and then star killer base is essentially, I mean, yeah. planet side, the snow, snow planet. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're Hoth for this <laughs> film. Um, so, so lots of, lots of good stuff in this movie. Um, let's see. I don't, I don't think I had anything else as far as the parallels that might've bothered me. I mean, we did have the whole like kid, kids discovering more about themselves and, and we talked about that with ray and stuff and yeah. um i, th- I uh, let, let's talk about stuff going into the next movie okay all right yeah um so at the end of this movie there's two different things happening um so there's a character named supreme leader snoke who's snoke. motion motion capped by uh well circus yeah yeah, yeah andy, andy circus. circus right and uh so he's he's this He's a hologram, so he's this huge hologram, yeah. uh, like you know, two stories high or so. Yeah, um, and he's looking down, and he he's kind of like he's kind of the emperor of this new trilogy. Sure, I feel yeah. uh, so far anyway. 
And how do you feel about that character? Um, because he's kind of out of left field for me, and I don't, I don't know. I, I was kind of like I, I had no idea where he came from or 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 where how he how he came to be. Yeah, uh, we kind of get the feeling like most of the dark side is wiped out at the end of Jedi. So it's kind of just this like new, like, Oh, here's a, a dark Lord who just is just happens to be around. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I mean, that didn't bother me too much. I assume, I mean, I would be disappointed if they never explain, uh, where that guy came from. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this, this, the first movie they're, they're going to get in, they're yeah. going to get into and it. I, and I think because, of the fact that they're bringing Kylo to him yeah. in the next film, maybe, we will get more of that. Maybe he, maybe uh, keeping him in the shadows just a little bit more. You know, maybe yeah. not actually seeing him would probably would have been a better use. That way, you can, you know, like the first time you see the Emperor, you you barely, you oh, barely yeah. catch a glimpse of yeah. him. Right. Um, I I love the idea that he's actually like only like a foot tall, and that he <laughs> just uses that hologram to make himself to look like bigger. To, as he's like compensating <laughs> uh well so uh there's there's thought that um you know I, I mentioned no sith stuff right but there's a thought that that character snoke is actually uh darth plagueis or plagueis uh okay. that that the emperor mentions in um Re- revenge of the sith okay. like uh the emperor's uh, master, original master. Oh, okay. Uh, who talks about like uh, life and um, how the to, one that can how to bring people immortal. back from the dead. Right. Or whatever, yeah. Uh, so there's there's a thought out there that Snoke is is that, actually him. that character. Well, um, but that I thought in uh, in episode three, the Emperor says that he killed him. Yes, he did. Oh, but, oh, but he can maybe. But you know, no bot. It's comic book rules, man. Yeah. No body, no death. All right. I got you. All right. I'm, uh, I'm so in. Han could still be alive. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know about that. Uh, but uh, anyway, so so at the end of this movie, there's the thought, right, that Snoke, he's like uh, to General Huxley, he's like, get get Ray, bring him to me. Um, so I'm going to teach him more about the dark side. Ren. Kylo Ren. Ren. Yeah. Ray. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Uh, bring him to me. I'm going to teach him more about the dark side. On the other side, you have Rey, who finds Luke Skywalker, and she's ready to train with him. Yeah. So yeah. now we have, now we have, uh, we have the two, a, we have a master Padawan combo. We, we have Ben Solo going further to the dark side, and Rey. We don't really know who's. Yeah. Uh, let, let, let's 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 do a few going to the, uh, the light, like theory type things real quick. Who do you think? That's a dumb. That's a dumb question. You think Ray is uh, last name Skywalker? Well, no, I, I don't. I'm saying it's a dumb question because you already know my answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I know your answer, but we also have other people listening. There's oh, at least a couple you guys people aren't. Listening. You guys aren't dumb. No, nah, no, no. I would never say that to them. No, not on air. Uh, no, <laughs> um, no. So no. you think Ray is a Skywalker? You think she? Yeah, is I, a descendant of Luke. I mean, I think that it, until we see it, I, I think that's the most logical method for it to go i i for this this whole this whole theme of like uh parentage and and leaving your legacy right? yeah i and i with you and i don't wholeheartedly disagree although i do feel that there is potential there is a possibility that maybe luke is sort of doing like a religious type 
Jedi, like the Jedi are not supposed to like have families, right? The Jedi are not supposed to, uh, according to the prequels and stuff, they're, you know, they're supposed to be committed to the, the Jedi temple and things like that. So maybe Luke, you know, got busy for a little bit and had a kid, but we do know that Luke was running a school. He was running an academy in essence to, to raise younglings into to become jedi yes um so i do think there is a possibility that maybe uh ray was just a very promising young padawan and he was able to take her away before the knights of ren could come through and destroy uh, everything that that luke had been working with and he and he stashed her and he's like i'm gonna go put her on jakku and hide her uh to kind of protect her from Kylo. Yeah. Um, so yes, very, very, possible. very possible that she is his, his daughter. But I also am, am kind of leaning towards this. Like maybe he just stashed her out on Jakku, put, put R2 out somewhere else. And then he went and hit on an Island and he's just like, all right, when the time is right, yeah. we'll bring it all back together. Um, which, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, the the whole the whole lightsaber calling out to her yeah right uh his his father it then it becomes his and then it calls out to her yeah that that does have very strong feelings of like a like a generational yeah linkage yeah um and then when so R two is he's in low power mode this entire time right yeah and then uh. All of a sudden, when Ray shows up to the resistance base, th- this is this is the only correlation yeah. equals causation thing that we have. Yeah. She somehow initiates R two into yeah. coming out of low power mode. We don't know that. This is just this is kind of like. Is this also the first appearance of BB eight in the presence of R two? Uh, no, no, no. He was he, he was there before, so yeah. it's not. So it's not the map she, being there. She's the only variation in that. Yeah, is, yeah. is her showing up. Well, so then, yeah, that could be it. I, like, R2 is waiting for her. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's just really good timing. <laughs> yeah. Right? Maybe. But then it's like, case. R2, why didn't you give us the map? <laughs> Dude, you've just been chilling over there for 30 <laughs> years. You could, we would at least known a, a quadrant. Like, we could have <laughs> been exploring somewhere. Um, yeah, uh... I'm excited for episode eight being um, sort of that developmental, like you're going to have parallels where Kylo is getting stronger and learning more about the dark side on, on, on one side and Ray is becoming a Jedi on the other side. Yeah. There will be some sort of, you know, conflict that, that exists between those two two storylines but um this really sets up for an epic episode nine uh potential you know dueling between these two cousins duel of the fates cousins maybe yeah cousins Um, oh man so what up cuz my thought about uh ray being skywalker's daughter um you know we don't know who the mother is right uh but that might also be part of the whole um kylo ren like killing everybody right yeah what i mean what if in his rampage he ends up killing uh ray's mother yeah that that could be the case you know yeah i'm 
I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed that we have to wait two years for the next one. <laughs> but if if they do even even remotely as well with that film, that's right. Well, uh, it'll be worth the wait. Well, it's okay. Some good movies are coming out: uh, Civil War and Kung Fu Panda Three. Yeah, we saw all the trailers for 2016 <laughs> films uh, while we waited for this. Um, Anyways, uh, like what else? What else? What else do you want to say about this movie? I mean, we we've we've, we've really we've got into everything. Here's here's my, here's my question. How do you rank the movies just based off how you feel today? How do you rank the movies just based off how you I, feel today? No, we talked about this in a little YouTube clip thing. Yeah, that we did. Um, I mean, I, I gave I gave mine. Yeah, you you put this in the top three now. You put Force Awakens in the top three. Yeah. Um, I think I would do the same. Mm-hmm. Um. I have to. I kind of have to reef, reef. If it's not, let's let's if go. It's wa- not let's, three. It's four. Let's go watch it again this week. I'm going on Tuesday. You can come <laughs> with me if you want. I need to take. I'm, I need to take Chelsea. Take, I'm taking my daughter. I need to take uh, Chelsea. Yeah, because she she earned it by watching the original trilogy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's easily three or four. Like, uh, I think I could in I could easily swap this out with either empire or jedi depending depending on how i feel on the day because those movies kind of go back and forth as my two and three yeah um but it's right in the mix with those movies um and yeah i i think if i hadn't seen a new hope it would be it may be higher than that but because i feel like it's so much of like a callback to a new hope in a lot of ways that i can't put it above it um but i it's absolutely a fantastic Star Wars movie. Yes. Um, Ab- yeah, ab- absolutely. Apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I guess, uh, I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to get into here. I would love to know what other people think about the movie. I would love for this to be a conversation with people. Unfortunately, I don't want spoilers out there. And I don't want people that haven't seen this movie um, to be spoiled by it. So... Uh, how can how can we do this? Get emails from people. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, shoot, shoot us an email. Apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail dot com. Shoot us an email if you guys if you guys want to talk more about this. Yeah, because we'd love we'd love to. We would we would love to. We will respond to your emails absolutely. Um, maybe we can pick out some of the best stuff. Uh, from those conversations to have on a future episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you could also. I mean, we have we have our Facebook. You can hit us up uh, on the like in a message. Oh yeah, yeah. We the the messages on messages Facebook. usually um, are are private in that way too. So, yeah. uh, apathetic enthusiasm show. Uh, that's facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. Yeah. Uh, Twitter uh, at apathusiast. Yeah, d- Instagram a, a direct a apathetic direct tweet, right? underscore enthusiasm. You can send us pictures of your favorite parts or something. Like that. <laughs> um, Don't send a picture of of Han Han getting getting killed. run through. Happy holidays. Uh, yeah, definitely keep keep the spoilers uh, protected. Um, but we would love to know what you guys think about the movie. Uh, yeah. So, so hit us up on all those social media things. Uh, next week is our last episode of 2015 of the 2015 year. Uh, so our plans for that is to do a little bit of a, uh, year in review show. Um, Uh, we will look back at some of the topics that we discussed on this podcast over the, over the last year, um, revisit certain things that maybe have come come along a little bit more yep. we won't talk about the dumb topics that, that the one-offs <laughs> and things like that uh and then we may also have a uh our first 
actual interview, yeah. our first guest, um, the creator of Angry Beavers, Mitch, Mitch Shower. Mitch Shower. So, uh, so stay tuned for stay that. Tu- stay tuned for that, folks. Uh, we really appreciate you guys sticking with us through the, through this whole year and and through this episode. Uh, I I cannot wait to go see it again. I, uh, one, one one thing we saw it in 3D IMAX. Uh, what did you think about the 3D effects and things like that? Uh, so, so final thought of the day for for that. Uh, so 3D is is a funny thing. It can be used as a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you watch any horror movie in 3D, yeah, things uh, like where things are like pointing out yeah. at you and stuff like that, or it can be used to enhance the the scenes. And and this is something I wanted to talk about actually, and I'm glad you brought it up. The way they use it as as a way to enhance depth in in a yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you we've all seen the trailers. We've seen the X wing in the foreground and the star destroyer in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and a ray uh, riding between them when. When that when something is shot in 3D to enhance the depth, yeah. shots like that are just are are brilliant. I, yeah, I love them. Absolutely, I love them. It was it was the same thing uh, that I thought about the Martian, seeing it in 3D. Uh-huh. Um, the Martian isn't the type of movie that you're thinking I need to see that in 3D, but the 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 Martian landscape, being on Mars and having that depth and really getting a sense of scope yeah uh, with the the addition of 3d uh they didn't they didn't play up the 3d in in the force awakens where it felt gimmicky to me yeah uh and so and there were a lot of times i forgot i was watching in 3d and i think that is uh in a way the the, the best the, the best, best 3D execution experience. of it is where you just become even more engaged and engrossed in the movie so if, if you haven't seen it in 3d maybe you saw it in 2d you know the night it came out uh, the next time you go see it, I would encourage you to check it out in 3D. If the you, if you have the only gimmicky part in 3D of this movie was the laser blast at the beginning. The laser blast, and there's a part where there is like a star destroyer that's just floating, and like the the nose of it is like oh. pointed out, <laughs> and it hold on the shot for a while. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of it's kind of sticking out there. A 3D. Bit. Yay. Um, All right, but that just it confirms I have to buy the 3D Blu-ray when it comes out because <laughs> my 3D TV. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, we will stop talking. Please hit us up on all the social media platforms. And if you like this episode, maybe, um, I don't know, give, give ma- us five maybe, stars. Yeah. Give us a review. It would really help the show out. We are officially in the TV and film category on iTunes now. So, give us some love over there and uh and share this episode with someone if if they maybe you watched the the movie with someone and they want to have a conversation you don't want to talk to them about it send us send them this episode uh all right guys until next week i am travis and i am brandon thank you so much for listening see you guys around Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.